0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, all 7 L's in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Shrine Bowl practice has begun, and the Senior bulls just a few more sleeps away. And as I rub Paul, a.k.a. the guy incessantly checking for Shrine Bowl practice tape, I wrote that before it dropped, it isn't dropped. And I'm joined by AJ, in Sharon Moore we trust, Marchese. You're
1: going to be doing a lot more complaining about the, the Senior Bowl practice tape, waiting and waiting until we get at like 8 Drops or 9 10. o'clock. Yeah, it's going to be, you're, you're going to lose yeah. your mind. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I was upset that the Shrine didn't drop till 3 p.m. That seems
1: very reasonable. <laughs>
0: it was very reasonable. <laughs> I said nothing to do but watch college basketball today, so I was just waiting. Today, we're continuing our 2024 Senior Bowl preview by breaking down the national team. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 And one,
1: and two, and one, two. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a.
0: Bryce Young,
1: who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put
0: ketchup on a stick?
1: Who's, who's gonna, gonna find a steal in the fifth?
0: The home team?
1: team, let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go, go, seven, rounds together. Together. Let's go seven rounds forever. forever. And, and that's, that's a song. song. Today's
0: episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by the East-West Shrine Bowl. They moved it to Frisco, and it's become the best game there is. Uh, I quite enjoyed watching them play indoors where rain couldn't be a factor. <laughs> I love the Senior Bowl, just like, hey, if you're media and it rains, you don't get to attend practice now. It's three days a year, and uh, you're, you're sure a lot, bud. Yeah, so you better hope it doesn't rain because I know it costs you a pretty penny to fly out to this. Oh. <laughs> what what a thing! <laughs> anyway, 2024 Senior Bowl national
1: team special. I think I like the national roster better. I think so too, especially like there was a couple of positions on the American team where it's like like the edge spot. You know, it's like Brazil and everyone else. The the edge group on this squad is a lot is a lot better. You know, top to bottom. The, yeah. The, yeah, I think there's more depth. Yeah. at most positions, obviously the quarterback's
0: more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, it's also got more top end talent. I thought like it, it specific, specifically like the interior offensive line. I think is really nice on this team. On, on top of already having like four top fifty tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? It's because uh, Jets defensive coordinator Jeff Albrecht. The head coach of the national team probably requested to have a better team. Hey, man. Yeah, Jeff Loverick always gets what he wants. Offensive coordinator, Shea Tierney, Giants quarterback coach. Uh, the defensive coordinator, Durante Jones, who's the Vikings DB coach. And the special
1: teams coordinator is Phil
0: Galliano, the Saints assistant special teams coach.
1: How much special teams coordinating is really going on in the senior here. I'm sorry, um, I'm so Nagy sorry.
0: Did, now you didn't even announce this. Which <laughs> teams the special teams guys are on? Oh yeah, we'll be
1: surprised come uh, Tuesday. I just want to know where Tory Taylor is. That's that's, your, that's your, who you're. That's who you're going to be cheering for. He's a punter
0: one. Um, besides him, though, as we dive within the national team roster, which offensive player are you most excited to see on this team?
1: Um, stop me if if I've said this before. But the offensive line group? stopped. Pick just one, come on. Come on, it's too good to pick just one. I wrote four down, so I don't know why. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you five, but they're all offensive linemen. Yeah, you mentioned the, the tackle group. Uh, just, you know, seeing Troy Fountainou, uh, first of all, elite. Talise Fuaga is going to be so much fun. Kingsley Samatia is going to have, you know, such a fascinating week. Jackson Powers Johnson. And my favorite is Cooper Beebe. I think Cooper Beebe... I, I'm not saying he's gonna be the you know he's he's not gonna be the first lineman off the board at on this you know on this team, but he might be the most enjoyable to watch in one on ones man. He's just gonna eat those boys up. and It's gonna be so much fun.
0: Um, I think what's fun to me is, uh, we got a Kansas State guard and a Kansas tackle who I think is gonna be guard and Dominic Pooney, yeah. who I, I think are are both gonna come out of this week looking like me too. Like day two locks, but. High day two. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I already think BB's a top 40
1: dude. But, yeah. Know, I like Pune but a lot, too. I, I, yeah. Like, I
0: love Pune. I think he's he's on the same level as BB. And uh, talking tackles, I think this is—I'm most excited to see Fautenu mm-hmm. because he's my highest-rated lineman um, at the Senior Bowl. And I think he's a tackle. And I think that's—, yep. that's He's gonna come out of this week and kind of prove him. that he is, and I think like he's gonna check the arm box. And I'm pretty sure he's 34 inch arms. He's six four, and I feel like he got typecasted as a guard because of that. Yeah. Um, but he is awesome, and I think Fuaga is is such a specimen, and um, it's gonna be really interesting. I think I think him him and uh, Kingsley are both like. They look the part. They yeah. got the athleticism. When it's on, they're awesome. I think Fuaga's are, like, cleaner than Kingsley. Me League. too. But I think F- Fontenu beside them is like the technician. Uh, not to say he's a bad athlete, but I'm just really excited to see
1: these guys next to each other me too. In, in one more. Lo- me one-on-one. too. Okay, and then, look, stop me if you if I said this before too. But on the defense side of the ball, I'm most excited to see the guys going up against them. I want to put the edge group here. I I think it's gonna be just. It's it's a little bit biased because I already hinted at you know the group. From the last team Wasn't too exciting And we have that great tackle group On the other side too But here I like the depth here You know You got First of all You got Liatu Latu Who is a monster Is a top 15 type of dude Going up against this elite tackle group Is going to be so much fun But even after him You know I'm You know um, You know I'm a huge fan of Adisa Asik uh, From Penn State Um, You know The Michigan duo Is a ton of fun Brennan Jackson's fun Uh, Nealon's fun You know Solomon's fun And Austin Booker's One of the most fascinating dudes here Yeah um.
0: I th- I, yeah, I think, like, Lat- Latu's the highest rated prospect at the Senior Bowl this year. Yeah. And going up against several <laughs> offensive linemen who could go in the first, first round, round. Yeah, that's Like, that's, that's that's why you get up in the morning. Yeah. But you're right. But, yeah, beyond that, like, Adisa Isaac, I think, is one of the most underrated edge rushers in this class. I and then – Felt that way for a long time, yeah. Yeah, and behind him, like, there's a lot of interesting guys. And I think, like, like you touched on, like, Booker's going to be a, a guy who comes into this week where – it's a make or a lot break. of break. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, don't know his name. I think coming into the week, they will. Yeah. Um, beyond that, though, uh, my, my other guy I'm most excited to see is, is Quinion Mitchell the Toledo yeah. corner. I've loved him for a long time. I've been pounding the table for him to be a first-round guy. We're seeing it in mocks now, baby. I think he's going
1: to have a, a wicked week, and this is a really fun receiver mm-hmm. group he's going to be dealing with. Oh, yeah. No, no, I think like the trend, I mean... It's every year it's the trench play in, in the receiver corner, do, you know, matchups. But this year especially, man. We've got just so many top dudes, um, obviously especially on the offensive line. But, yeah, the receiver group on this side, like, <clears throat> I like the other side's uh, receiver receiver room as well. But this one's just, like, dude after dude. And seeing Mitchell, I mean, I, we'll, we'll talk about our top matchup in a bit there. But seeing Mitchell against a bunch of different guys. Um, and guys that can kind of, there's a lot of, you know, um, undersized, speedy, speedy, good route runners, too. A lot of interesting matchups for Mitchell. It's going to be a ton of fun.
0: Um, going to non-FBS guys to watch. We got two on this roster. Um, I think, I, I mean, Isaiah Davis, the South Dakota State running back. I'm a big fan. Uh, I th- He, I think, is my highest rated running back at the Senior Bowl this year.
1: Him and Jalen Wright are very close for me. Yeah, I agree with you. Or um, sorry, sec- second yeah. highest. So, that's right. I, After Jalen. I, I think Wright's like a guy that can get at the second round. Um, I think Isaiah Davis is a top 100 pick. Um, you know, that size of 5'11", 227, but like, he doesn't move like a man that's close to 230, you know, he, he's quick, he has like a gliding movement, he's powerful, the vision is good, the patience is good, I think Davis is like, you know, you don't hear his name that often in, in this in this running back class, and no. I think he's going to be a guy that's firmly, a, a, to me, he looks like a top 100 pick, he, he's, he's I- really a complete package, yeah. I think it seeing him catch
0: the football is yes. going to be big this week. Definitely. Um, I, I think he's got the goods to be a good pass protector. Got to develop a little bit there. But, yes. yeah, seeing him catch the football this week is going to be really interesting. But it's it, – like this running back group doesn't have like – a guy, I think that would be a consensus top guy of the group, and I think Isaiah Davis leaves the week looking like that guy. Oh, and by the way,
1: that's my bad. I forgot Dylan Lobb's also mm-hmm. not FBS. Yeah, I, who I think is a really fun player too. Me too. I was going to say like the running backs here are really fun. Uh Lobb is like that's Speaking of you know catching the ball, did that a lot this year. Almost seven hundred yards receiving on sixty eight catches. <laughs> yeah, um, like good play
0: slot receiver.
1: Yeah, really good route runner, and you know like you kind of hinted on. What you really get from the running backs at the Senior Bowl is a really good look to see how they are as a pass protector um, and what they can do catching the ball and running routes. And Lob is going to look really damn good um, <laughs> catching the ball. And he's going to get a really good chance to show up and, uh, you know, pass protect well too, hopefully.
0: And I'm also excited to see Willie Drew, the Virginia State corner, who I couldn't find any tape on, <laughs> but by all accounts, he he's. he's Kind of got that corner feisty mentality. James Madison transfer, by the way. There's
1: always, um, you know, they the Senior Bow's done a really good job at the small school corners, and I'm shocked that we only have one this year. You know what I mean? I
0: think it goes back to what we were saying yeah. on, on the last show, is that just like NIL and in the COVID year, like guys are transferring up instead of um, jumping to the NFL. So I, I wonder if that kind of course cracks, or if like because we're in the age of NIL, you're seeing – Well, day three small school corners transfer up to the FBS level Mm -hmm. and get some NIL money before entering the draft. Yeah. Smart move, though. Okay. I think, obviously, as we go to most approval on offense, it's the quarterbacks. It's Michael Penix. It's Bo Nix. I think especially Um, Michael
1: Penix, yeah. I I
0: agree with that. Uh, You've seen them both mocked in the first round. Uh, I don't think
1: either you've, is a first-round guy on tape. You've mocked people saying that, too. <laughs> uh, no, me neither, Rob. Um, but, how both of them have a chance to... I, I don't know if I want to say prove it, but they got a chance to prove it, but also just, like, what they do this week, I think, is going to determine if they're first-round pick or not.
0: Can, can I ask you, uh, do you think they are closer... Like, are they closer to Spencer Rattler than they are... Jaden
1: Daniels, probably yeah. I mean, I think so. I, I like. I think they're both day two guys. Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly where, but like, even like, you know, there's a lot of times in the in the you know in past NFL drafts where like, okay, this is a guy with a second round like a quarterback of a second round grade on, but he's gonna end up going the first round. I'll be okay with that. You know what I mean? And I don't really feel that way about either of these quarterbacks. Like, I feel like these yeah. are day two quarterbacks, and that's cool. And I'm not – I won't be unhappy taking them on day two. But uh, I don't know. It's not isn't, They're yeah. neither of them the type of guy who, like, if they go in the back end of the first I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a good risk. I don't really feel that with these guys.
0: Yeah. I, Kenny Pickett vibes. Um, <laughs> I think I think they're both better than Kenny Pickett. But yeah. I do too. I <laughs> still can't believe it. But anyway, it's a story for a different day. Uh, The non-quarterback who's the most proven on offense, I, I think is Kingsley. Yeah, me too. Like – the dude's a freak show, ridiculous size, ridiculous athlete. He has really bright flashes, the techniques. He, he took a big step this year, I think, but the, the technique still got a long way to come. And uh, I think if he has a good week, it, it, it goes a long way to helping him potentially crack the back end of the first round. It's This is a tough tackle. Like I think in previous tackle classes, easier. it'd be a lot easier for him to do that. Uh, this tackle class is very tough to do that, but if he has a great week, you you never know, right?
1: Yeah, and he gets the better edge group, uh, which could work both ways. If he looks great, it's like, okay, this is amazing, but he would have an easier run against the other team. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's the right choice there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be a first-round pick. Like you said, if it was any other class, it feels like, oh, yeah, this is a guy that maybe we're not going to have a first-round grade on, but he's a top 50, obviously, dude, and, you know, it's a need, blah, blah, blah. This year it's gonna be a lot, a lot harder to crack. And I'm, I'm just so excited to see these tackles beside each other, man, and hitting rep after rep, and like just so we can really stack them up. Because I, I still don't know where, like in my heart, where, where I stack these guys. Truly, you know, there's so many good guys. I just I feel like I feel like we're gonna come out of the week with like a lot of guys we fell in love with in the offensive line group. Agreed. Uh, most improve on defense. What direction are you go? I think it's this cornerback group. I think it's a good group, um, mm-hmm. but like like we talked about, it's a nice receiver group here, and they're gonna have a lot of fun reps on their hands. And like you were looking at guys like like okay, well, first of all, Kaylen King, I feel like that's an easy. That's one. my number. Yeah, that's my number one. That's an easy one. I, sorry, I was scrolling down to the names, and <laughs> Killing King's an obvious one. You know, did not have the season that he hoped for at Penn State. Um, you know, went into the class as a potential potentially the top corner. Some people thought he was uh, was trending that way. Didn't have that type of season. Has a great chance to rebound here at the senior bowl, but even after him, you know, like, um, there's I mean, I think Quentin Mitchell's gonna be a monster. I'm not, I don't think he's got too much here, but you know, the other guys are kind of just trying to elevate themselves. I'm a big Cam Hart, the Notre Dame corner fan. Um, we talked Drew Willie already, like, he's Virginia State coming up playing these guys. Willie Drew, (laughs) Willie's Drew Willie's the old Winnipeg quarterback with me, anyways. That's correct. (laughs) I wrote it down as Drew Willie. Willie Drew, the Virginia State quarterback cornerback, uh, and uh, I think Kyrie Jackson, the or, I think not Jackson Kyrie, right? The Oregon corner, uh, super interesting guy. Obviously long, uh, put on some really interesting games this year for the Ducks. Uh, yeah, I think it's just this 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 group in general against these receivers that we haven't even talked about too much yet, but we'll get there. Is uh, is extremely fun. Yeah, I mean.
0: Speaking of receivers, we go to who who puts themselves in the first round mm-hmm. combo. I think with this group, there's like like Latu's already firmly there. Yeah, of course. I think like Fuaga, Quinion Mitchell, Fatan. F- F- fuck man, I I, big I, Troy names. I'm big Troy, <laughs> big Kingsley, big King. Troy, big Fuaga's first name's harder for me than his last yeah, name. Yeah, it is. So, um, but all like they, they've been in the first yeah. round mocks. Um, I think as has Jackson Powers Johnson. Yeah. Not, not so much, but yeah. But he, you see him creep up every once in a while. Yeah. Um, Devontae Walker is also a guy you've – I think it was Daniel Jeremiah yeah. who had him in the first round. And, and so talking to these receivers, like do you see him putting himself yes. in the first round?
1: Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. That's my top guy here, I, I think, firmly. And, again, you know what sucks is like a lot of my picks is like, it would be a tackle that's not there yet. It would be a receiver. And those are the two positions that are absolutely stacked so it's going to be hard-ass, but I think Tez Walker is the best receiver on this team. Um it's a, it's a good group. We have like you said, it's just like I don't want to say he's – De- I love that Daniel Jeremiah had him going in the first round. That kind of just felt like everyone's eyes kind of open, you know, uh to him, but like just you know, the whole NCAA bullshit, but once he hit the field, he he hit it running at, at North Carolina. Just like so smooth. Uh just 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 really smooth. And, like the the ball tracking ability the is- route running. I think he's going to kill it. Is he adding
0: the uh, American team into it too? Is he the highest rated receiver for you there? Yeah, he's he's my guy. Yeah, he's, me, too. me too. Yeah. I got him over, like, yeah, I, I, I got him over, obviously. Malachi Corley's in this group, but I got him over like, McCloud. Yeah. Um. I think with him, like, the big thing is the, like, he has an extra gear, man. Yeah. And if, like, if he toasts Quignon Mitchell, which is. That's where I think the receiver corner. Well, the the old Mac. I mean, the old Mac. Yeah, the Battle of Ohio. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think he puts him. He potentially puts himself in the first round combo. I want I I wanted to go with one off the beaten path. You were giving me shit yesterday, so I had to (laughs) come back. Dominic Pooney. Oh, there you go. First round combo. Love that. Yes, I really, really like Dominic Pooney and. I think you look at this offensive line group, you you got four tackles getting more buzz than him. you yeah. got BB, you got Jackson Powers Johnson getting yeah. more buzz than him. Uh, but I think guy who played left tackle, I think he's a guard at the next level. Um, he moves much better than I was expecting for a 6'5", 320. Yeah, he moves well. Wow. really gets to the second level. Well, has very good feet, too, especially when you start projecting that inside. Um I think he could he could have a really strong week, and we haven't really talked about this interior defensive line class the group. Well, the class in general is not very good. and This, this group's like there's there's no one like you're absolutely banging the table it's, for. So I think it's he, more it's solid depth though. Yeah, it's 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 solid. I just there's not like a guy on the top fifty lock level. I don't think no there isn't. And,
1: and so I think Pooney's really poised to have himself a, a, a strong week. Yeah, I like that. You I mean you remember me. Pumping up Pooney in the, in the, in the summer. I mean, yeah, big fan of his. I'll give you one more. A guy I think I've pumped up too. Um, again, it's just so tough with the tackles, but I think Jordan Morgan's going to go out and have a fantastic week for the, for the, for the, this team. And like from Arizona, baby, um, it's again, like he, that's another guy that's, you know, just played really solid for multiple years for the Wildcats that like in, a, in another tackle class, I think we would have already heard his name a couple times, you know, um, it's just this group is so good. But, yeah, I think Morgan's going to have a fantastic week. It's going to be hard to stand out, but I think he's got a chance. I like your puny pick, though. Um, because the, the interior group, you know, there's still a chance for guys to kind of rise. Yeah. You know? And there always yeah. is a couple that come out of the senior bowl. like You know what I mean? I mean, did, did we think
0: uh, um, Strange was going to be a first round back? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. Speaking of interior office line as we go into one-on-ones. For me, the IOL versus IDL matchup, uh, so I'm going to go with Pooney on, uh, on the inside, even though I think he's probably consensus third-ranked guy inside here, um, against Michael Hall of Ohio State. I good one. I, and I'm going with him over doorless because I, I just think my, Michael Hall, his flashes are so bright, and he's kind of built for these one-on-ones. Like he yeah, has, he is. He, he's a really athletic pass rusher, and... Consistency was his trouble at Ohio State, but this mm-hmm. is a really good spot for him to showcase what he's got. Now I'm really excited to see Pooney against
1: that. It's good one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with two guys you just named that you didn't pick, and I'm gonna go C- Cooper Beebe versus Brandon Dorless. I think that's just a that's just a hell of a matchup. I, like I said, I think Beebe's gonna, I think he's just gonna shine, man. I think he's just gonna look like a what what sorry, What was his name again? Professor Professor Hog? Dr. Hog? No, he's Dr. Hog. Now he's Professor Hogg after this week. Um yeah, but he gets doorless. Doorless again, you know, going to have a really interesting week. You, we've seen him mock in the first round once or twice. Um and you know, he can kind of inside outside type of guy. It's going to be really interesting to see where where like his week's going to be really interesting. So I just think seeing him against uh I, I still got BB as the best, but I'm a big Pony fan as well. Well, the best the best guard at least. But yeah, seeing him against against is going to be a ton of fun um tackles edge I think it's like anyone versus
0: Latu yeah, pretty much Yeah, uh, I'm I'm specifically going I mean Pac-12 tackles I... versus Latu because <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I mean the t- I I think uh, and BYU
1: should be in the Pac-12 they should be um the big 12 is just wrong uh
0: but uh, specifically I'll go with uh Fontenu versus Latu I, I think too. like L- Latu's such a technician with his handwork um and Fatenou is one of the I, – i the balance he plays with. Yeah. And seeing them just do battle, I think, is going to be highlight reel. Like, every rep gonna, you're going to have to watch.
1: Um, can I ask you a question about Fatenou? Sure. I know you said, like, you think he's going to go – and I, I agree with you. He's going to go out and cement himself as a tackle. And teams are going to start – or we're going to stop hearing that kicking and side stuff. I know that the league has gotten a lot better for this, but do you think some teams will be like, well, if he's not – you know, if we're not keeping the side, maybe he gets to look at the right side. I mean, like I think you're just drafting him to play tackle. Yeah,
0: I I'm think just, it's dependent, team I, dependent. Yeah, I just
1: wonder if there's gonna be some more pigeonholing. If if you know, even if he if, even if he proves it. Anyways, no, I think that's the that's that's the headline. I totally agree with you. That's. I mean, every time Latu's coming up, I think it's, it's going to be, you know, you're going to lean, it, lean yeah. a little closer to the laptop screen or, you know, sit up in your seat. And if you're sitting in, a, what's, I don't even know the new, it's Lad Peoples. It'll always be Lad Peoples to me, but that's going to be a hell of a matchup with uh, Latu and Fatinu. Um Running back, linebacker is
0: pretty interesting in this group. Uh, I think more interesting than the last, or yes. than the American team. Yeah. I'm going with Dylan Law because. The dude, like I, like we said, he's like a slot receiver with his his pass catching prowess. Um, he's a really, like he actually like lined up at receiver for New Hampshire and looked really good doing it. And I'm going with him versus Peyton Wilson, who
1: I think if he took medicals out of the equation, he would be linebacker one in this class. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I know Chris McCaffrey's brother is at this game, but do you think there's gonna be the McCaffrey, especially with like you know the the, the Niners on the mind? How many McCaffrey comps do you think, or not comps, but like. Whisper, like, you know, shades of do you think is going to come up for D- Dylan Lobb. <laughs> well, how I many – and Cody Schrader. <laughs> no, he'll get Toby Gerhardt. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I think this is this is a ton – like you said, Lobb is just such a fucking good pass catcher, good route runner. Um, and see him against Peyton Wilson, who's like just – I think he's one of he's, the most competitive dudes, you know? He's, he's such a good athlete. He's 6'4". like yeah. He is – he's – Like, actually can hang in coverage. He played over
0: hang for the Wolf Pack. Like, it's just, with him, it's just medicals. Yeah.
1: Do you think Wilson, I know it's the medicals, but do you think he can have a good enough week to just, you know, be LB1 consensus type of guy or no? I don't know.
0: I, like, because the linebacker class is so weak, like. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, obviously we don't get to know what the medicals are. It depends how bad they are. Yeah, Uh, I think he'll still be LB1 for us. I, I think it's him and Edger and Cooper. Um, yeah. Beyond those two, like I don't even. Colson, I don't know. Yeah, like uh, there's nobody I'm banging the table for. No, nope, there Although, is uh some. Steel Chambers had himself a good uh, scramble practice. There you go. Um, wide receiver corner. I think it's the all Mac Devontae's Walker vs Mitchell. It's obviously, definitely. Yeah.
1: So, so give me a different one. Okay. Um, let me think. Let me think of a fun one. How about, like, uh, Malachi Corley? Because I think he's going to be a ton of... I know his, his yak ability is what's really going to shine. But, you know, he's got a lot of the Debo comps. And don't forget, Debo's hype really started at the Senior Bowl. And this isn't really a setting to, to shine your yak ability. But how about how about Corley against... Um, I don't know. Which one are we thinking here? Against against Kyrie Jackson. And that length and that size. I think that's going to be a fun matchup. Um, I think there's a lot of fun matchups. So you can just kind of create a bunch. I'm gonna go with Javon Baker versus Caitlin
0: King. Baker's super twitchy. Uh, he he, like his movement ability is just different. And I think against a press man corner like Kaelin King, yeah. especially Javon Baker is a good release package. Like seeing that
1: will be really fun. Uh, and finally, the tight end versus safety, your fave. I thought this tight end group is kind of hard to stack, honestly. But I end up going with uh, Windsor's very own, one of the biggest prospects ever coming out of this great country of Canada, Theo Johnson. Uh, against Cole Bishop, I think it should be a really interesting matchup. And Johnson's got a really good opportunity this week, I think as well. Um, mm-hmm. He's huge. He's super athletic. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I got. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. I
0: was going to say, I've got him against Jaden Hicks, who played yeah. so... Like, him and Bishop similarly played a lot in the box. Yeah. Played those tight end matchup positions, so I think they're both fit for this. Absolutely. Okay, you want to get into my position, position? Let's do it, baby. Quarterbacks. We got Michael Panks, so we got Bo Nix, and we got the ACC's all-time leading passer, Sam Hartman. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I think most talented, highest rated. Would you go Penix or do you go Bo Nix? I have Bo Nix a little bit over Penix still. Just I think
1: bit.
0: Bo Nix's physical traits are more enticing than Penix's. I think Penix is a, a little
1: bit of a higher floor. I, I think almost panicked about yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, um, Nix doesn't have the you know the long medical history that Penix does.
0: Yeah, I think Nix ends up being the biggest riser of the week. I, I just think. Penix isn't super accurate, and uh, for him, a big help in thriving that Washington offense was having three NFL receivers who he trusted to win those 50 50 balls. So it's going to be interesting to see how he works with receivers he's never played with before. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Bo Nix, I think, just like he, he's a very good. Mover He's he is. good. Move pet Throwing the ball On the move Like yeah. Quarterbacks in general Aren't going to stand out But I think Nix will come away As the bigger riser Of the week I guess
1: Yeah Both are pretty good Throwing Like Penix, we saw some Amazing downfield throws From you know Especially down the stretch Uh I feel like Nix is a little underrated Is deep ball at least um, and I think that's because, you know, like 30% of his throws this year came like around the line of scrimmage and, you know, the Oregon offense made a lot of things pretty easy for him. Um, so I think both guys in this setting have a great opportunity to kind of prove themselves. Um, and again, I think they're both, you know, they're, they're, ne- they're the next group of quarterbacks and I think firmly, um, you know, day two guys though. Uh, my, my personal favorites though, is Sam Hartman, cause he has
0: the necklace <laughs> with his rib um, and I think that's I think he's going to come off. As, he's, he'll be the best interview. I think. I, um, <laughs> I'm pretty certain he'll get drafted in like the sixth or seventh round by like the Saints. Oh, lock it um, in.
1: Yeah, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I put Penix for my favorite because I mean I, not not scouting wise, but I'll never shake off the uh, the Auburn Bow Nicks era. Um, and Penix is just a fun guy to root for. He, he is. And in
0: the Indiana. Penix era
1: was oh, actually good. I love the Indiana <laughs> It was awesome.
0: Um, most approved though, I think is Penix because there's a lot. Yeah, like while him and Bo Nix have had very similar careers, I feel like there's a lot more pressure on Penix entering this I week. Agree. Yep. Even though I think overall draft Knicks like big media draftings have been more on the Knicks in the first round train. I think the general population is just so more, so much more invested in Penix being yeah. a first round pick.
1: I mentioned this before, it, like being a Seahawks fan and like surrounding myself with with Seattle, like online with Seattle people, like since October, it's like, oh, should we take Penix with their first pick? Like this for the Seahawks, it's like.
0: Yeah, I think
1: they should. <laughs> they should, but that's not the point. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I think those type of people, and then, you know, they got it's just such a chip on their shoulder in the Pacific Northwest. But, you know, there's been people saying that for, like, the the, the layman fan, you know, you're, I think you're right. Um, <laughs> and my sleeper pick? Who's going to get some reps? Is that, is that they'll all end up being bad? You know what? I feel like most senior bulls we come away with, the, all these guys are bad. <laughs> What's, uh, off the top of the head, I don't know, remember the last time the Cedar Bowl like... Herbert? Herbert, yeah, it's Herbert, yeah. Did Daniel Jones have a good one? I can't really no, remember. No, we didn't. It's just they hyped him up. Oh, yeah, but then he was the MVP and of he like, game, wasn't yeah. that good in the game. Yeah. yeah. Herbert it definitely was Herbert because like he came in kind of... Everyone was kind of low on him. Never forget that. Anyways. Yeah, Bo similar story. <laughs> they look the same, honestly. Uh, going to running back.
0: I think it's a fun group. We we, we both already said it. I think Isaiah Davis is our top guy, yeah? It's, he's clearly the top I, guy, but it's a fun group, yeah. I think with him, it's just like his contact balance is really good. He has this like ability to pick through the trash yeah. where it's just like little jump cut, little yep. jump cut, and he picked up 10 yards.
1: Yeah, And he's got some burst to him, and it's just going to be seeing him catch the football this week. Definitely, yeah. I, like I said, he's just so light on his feet for a back that's carrying almost 230 pounds, you know. And like he doesn't play like he's light on his feet. He brings the he brings the, the pump behind him. He you know he'll lower his shoulder. I, I'm just a huge fan of Davis. I think like I don't know. Like he's he's one of the, like the the few backs like you know one of the I mean yeah one of the few backs in this class that can be labeled more of that like if teams want to label more as like a true RB one type of guy. You know what I mean? Not yeah. saying he is that, but he's got that type of skill set, right? And yeah, I think I think seeing him catching the ball and and uh, protecting the quarterback is gonna be huge this week.
0: And I think because of his pass catching ability, Dylan Lobb's gonna be the biggest riser of the I week. Think I, so think too. I think he's like he's gonna come away as that like early to midday three darling where it's like yeah this guy's not a top running back in an offense but he's going yeah. to be a useful player you can you can use him as a satellite back uh he's played receiver he's yeah. also not like one of those satellite backs who's undersized he's 510 207 he's he is a yeah. well built guy yep. um he he's runs cool. with good contact balance but yeah he's just i is he the best pass-catching back in the entire
1: class? He might be. It's like him and him and Will Shipley comes to mind. Yeah, I think he might go lob, lobby over Shipley. Shipley's got more juice to him, but yeah. Um, so I think because of that, he ends up the biggest riser of the group. Me too. No, I totally agree with you. I, I do think Davis going to be a big riser too, because I don't know if people see him as like that.
0: Yeah, I, I guess you,
1: general consent, like he'll, he'll, he's underrated. Should open a lot sure. of eyes, yeah. Yeah, uh, who's your personal favorite? It's Davis, but you know my second favorite's got to be Marshawn Lloyd. Yeah, I it. Uh, I've been p- pumping up the Marshawn Lloyd tape for a while. I, yeah, I think he is the most approved. That's a good one. I put I put Rashid Ali for most approved, but um, no, that's a good one. I, I, you know, going back and watching the the USC Lloyd tape, it, there were some you know there's some fumbles, his hands mm-hmm. weren't the cleanest, but you know you still mm-hmm. see like the quick feet, the explosiveness. Uh, a guy that like runs hard quite often too. Not the biggest dude either. He does have a lot to prove. I totally agree with you. But I just always been a he's, he's got that those uh the
0: great great USC uh, running back who like to fumble, Ronald Jones. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. I just think like making sure he's clean with the football because yeah. I think he's got a, a, a sweet combo of contact balance and juice. Yeah, he does. Um, he uh, might have the best combo after Isaiah Davis of that. Like he is the running back in this group who, after outside of Isaiah Davis, I think could like really elevate themselves yeah. with a good week. But like he could also end up a late day
1: three pick. Yeah, no, um, he, it's I totally agree with you. Yeah, my,
0: my favorite, my favorite back though is is Kamani Vidal, the Troy Kamani running back. Vidal, yeah. He's just like built to be a second, third running yeah. back in the NFL. He is 5'8", 218. He runs hard as hell. Great contact balance. Uh, He's a a willing pass protector. I want to see him catch the football a little bit, but I got Mike Davis vibes, baby. I love a Mike Davis
1: running back. Some good burst to him, too. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I don't know how much he's going to create and how many guys he's going to make miss in the backfield and stuff. But, yeah, just a solid RB2, RB3. I put him for sleeper because I think he's just going to, like, solidify that, you know what I mean? Like you said, Mike Davis, he... Yeah, I put Rashino Lee for most to prove... Um, just like, you know, he had the, the injury a couple of years uh, last season, and he's just, you know, coming off of that. Well, he he opted out of the year. Yeah. But why do I keep thinking hot. he got hurt? Mental yeah, health. I don't I keep thinking he got hurt, but yeah. I know, I um, corrected you on that. I don't know why, before. yeah. But I, also, like, you know, just seeing, I think Vision isn't the greatest rally. Uh The good juice, though, you know what I mean? Just showing what he can do in this setting. Um, pass protecting, too.
0: Uh, So, I initially had him as sleeper because I think he's like, it reminds me of Elijah Mitchell where he's got that one cut and burst ability, Uh, but then they announced my boy, Arizona running back Michael (laughs) Wiley, and I don't know which team he's on, but I love Michael Wiley because a bigger back who catches the football well, I think this is like such a huge call up for him. Uh, Obviously, Jonah Coleman kind of ended up Mm -hmm. taking over RB1 role this year for the Wildcats, but... Um, I think he like he is going to find a role in the NFL, so I'm super excited about him uh, making the senior role. Congratulations! Thank you. Receiver. Um, I think it, it's it's clearly Devontae Walker, and Malachi Corley are
1: kind of a cut above the rest of them here. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, I, but I think Taz Walker is the top guy. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of interesting receivers. Like there's guys like you mentioned Baker already. But there's guys that, like, are going to look really damn good in this setting, and I think we'll touch upon that in a second here. Um, But Devontae Walker's just
0: so well built to dominate vertical routes in one-on-ones. Like, he's got that burst. He's really good at stacking DBs. He tracks the football really well. I think the big thing for him is uh, he does have some drops on tape, Mm -hmm. so just catch the football Contested. Some contested issues, I think, yeah. Uh, and then with Malachi Corley, it's just like, show us what you can do route running yeah. wise. Because you, you, like you said, he, he's he's a yak guy. He catched the football well, but WKU wasn't like asking him to run a full route or anything. Yeah. It was a lot of just get the ball in his hands. Um, so seeing him run routes,
1: I think, will will be interesting. Okay, this is this is just purely off the top of my head, but I was digging into a little bit to Tess Walker. He's got he's got a little bit of Garrett Wilson into, in him. Holy moly. Not comping. I'm just saying that's it. a similar type of skill set. Anyways, yes. Biggest Rajah of the week. I think you can go with quite a few guys, but I'm going to go with Jacob Cow- Cowan because Yeah,
0: I'm 100% with you.
1: He's, I think he ends up a top 100 pick. Yeah, he's built a shine, baby. And he's so much better than a lot of, like, I don't know. I gripe about it sometimes. But, you know, we, we've had the undersized receiver, you know, a lot of them have gone top 100, even higher, um, and he's so much better than some of those guys that have gone in that range. You know what I mean? Cowing's really damn good. He's got that obviously undersized, but he's a really good route runner, and he's got the explosiveness. And um, yeah, things gonna be. He's I'm, gonna put on a show. I'm interested to see what how how much he ends
0: up weighing, but yeah, he he's. Got the speed to win vertically. He catches the football really cleanly, but he also tracks the ball really well downfield. Um, He's a fluid right runner. You're right. He's kind of built to thrive in these one-on-ones.
1: I think on the Senior Bowl, like on their little Tweety thing, they they had him at 5'8", 157 holy that small eh that's pretty light like but... he was Arizona listed him at 511 175 yeah I mean you can never listen at 175 but yeah no um if I if I were to give a runner-up and I don't know if you have him anywhere but I think it'd be Ricky Purcell. he's my sleeper I think okay. he's like very kind
0: of overshadowed in this group because yeah um, I think the the guy like not like, it's, like, Roman Wilson has hype because he come from Michigan. He was the go-to receiver. Luke McCaffrey has hype because he's <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's brother. Brendan Rice has hype because he's Jerry Rice's son. son yeah. And, like, Ricky Purcell's on their level. Yeah, absolutely. And just played on a bad Florida team. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, he is – he – man, he is really – I thought he was fearless. He, mm-hmm. he was making some – he makes – the hard catches, yes. he drops the easy ones at yes. times. Yeah. But man, he really makes some hard catches. He's he's so much better after the catch than I
1: realized. He's He's a guy that you kinda kinda just stick in the slot and I think he'd be good. And I think he's gonna show that. I think he's a pretty good route runner. Like mm-hmm. he's got enough juice to him. I think he's gonna look really good in the setting. And I think he's gonna just be like what well, that receiver that like every rep is you're gonna come around and like, oh that looked good. Maybe mm-hmm. not steal the headlines. And I think Camly's got a chance to kinda steal headlines, and Tez is mm-hmm. gonna do it. But, um, and I think Wilson's got a good chance to do that too. But no, I think it's just gonna be a really solid week for Ricky Purcell. Um, my personal favorite is like outside of the top two,
0: outside
1: of Walker and Corley.
0: I I really like Javon
1: Baker. I put Baker for my sleeper, but I felt like that was a little soft. But he, he's like, you can see why he was an Alabama recruiter initially
0: yeah. before transferring to UCF. Like, he has got legit NFL athleticism, he's very good after the catch. Underrated um, ability to win, uh, like contested catches, yeah. good body control. Um, I, I think he's like really well-rounded
1: on top of being a very good athlete. Yeah, no, I think it's a good one. I put Roman Wilson. I'm biased as hell, but you saw that catch against Alabama in the in the Rose Bowl, buddy. You saw that, right? Um, no, I, I'm, I'm, Wilson had a fantastic year. I know it kind of um, statistically slowed down down the stretch as they stopped throwing the ball as much, but. Yeah, go back to the early season. He was just balling. I think he was he was amongst the top in the country and receiving touchdowns early on. And yeah, I think he's gonna look really damn good in this setting. You know, he's he's a solid route runner, he's got enough juice to him. Um, I don't know, he's solid hands, just does everything pretty well too. He's just not, not the biggest dude, obviously, but I think I think a lot of these receivers have got a good chance to make money. Um I I also want to want to say I
0: kind of put him in the most approved category along with Luke McCaffrey and Brendan Rice because of like what I was saying. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of buzz coming in uh, with the Michigan guys in general. I think Roman Wilson. Um, kind of prove what you can do as a red because we know he's got that speed. He he, I think he had better hands than I realized. Yeah, he's
1: got very solid hands. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Though, then they with, didn't ask him to run too many routes. A lot of crossing routes, you know.
0: Yeah, and then um, well, they had a quarterback who couldn't really operate the system. Best quarterback. Um, and then, player, then with McCaffrey, it's just uh. Because he, he obviously a former quarterback at Nebraska. Show what you can do as a route runner because at Rice, like it was a lot of like yak plays, he's a really good back yeah. player. Um, so I want to see him doing that. And Brendan Rice feels like when I watched his tape, I, I kind of thought he was a, like, Man, this guy seems like he should be a really good receiver. He's, he's 6'3, he's 210, he's super explosive, yeah, but like it just doesn't run routes.
1: And I don't know, is so that shocking? that Jerry's son doesn't run routes um, I think that more do Lincoln Riley baby <laughs> has he had a receiver that runs routes well I don't know even addison you know you learned a pit um yeah but I <laughs> think McCaffrey's the, the guy here you kind of hinted at that but maybe maybe he's the sleeper in the quarterback group Lucy's reps there <laughs> What you're talking about who, who can step up but no McCaffrey like uh, McCaffrey's stock seems funny because it's like the people's like looks at it it feels like you're in two groups either like oh he's not good because the hype of the name and or people just hyping the name um but yeah you're right does a lot with the ball in, his ha- ball in his hands i thought he got downfield and did some damage pretty well too in some games um so just seeing seeing him kind of put it all together there
0: um going to oh wait no my sleeper was personal who's yours i put baker i said that Oh okay yeah uh, not a sleeper, that guy's just awesome Okay, well I
1: just said Ricky <laughs> Purcell's Good too, so Tight end Yeah, uh, let's spend a couple minutes here <laughs>
0: They're yeah. all
1: from the Big Ten Amazing, yeah, gotta love that
0: I think, yeah, I, th- I mean I think the most talented is Theo Johnson Definitely, He's a big recruiter,
1: he's got the size You can see the athleticism, he's just super raw I'm, Yeah, like, he is It's like, I don't think he had a poor career At Penn State, but it felt like he could have done more yeah, and like
0: Brevin Spanford, I feel like had a lot of hype coming into mm-hmm. this year, and I, I kind of feel like he has the most approved. He's Don't, six totally seven, agree. lots of height. Is huge. Um, I want. I want like to see him like run routes. sink his hips. Yeah. So I think also Spanford. I don't love his blocking either. No, like he seems, seems like he should be better for a 270 pound tight end. Yeah. Well, and that's the reason AJ Barner is my favorite because he's, oh, yeah. he's a great blocker. And oh, I just yeah. know I take AJ Barner in the sixth, fifth, sixth round. Like, I have a tight end two forever.
1: Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've, I've been <laughs> with AJ Barner all year. He's, fed, I think he's one of the best blocking tight ends in the class. Uh, I don't think I saw him drop a pass this year. Fair reliable hands. Isn't, you know, going to blow anyone away with his athleticism, but. Was better than I thought coming coming over from Indiana, you know, uh, just very solid. Yeah, I think he's the think he's the biggest riser of the group, and I think he's he's my favorite too. He's the safest bet, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, the tackle group, we've already talked a lot about them. I think uh, the most talented is probably Fuaga. I think my but my highest rated guy is I Agreed. Yeah, I think that's very fair. I totally
1: agree with you. I put biggest riser. I put Jordan Morgan because I kind of already already hinted at that. I think he's got a good chance here. Um, I wonder who you because I think you got a lot, a lot of picks here. Well, I so I ended up putting Kingsley, um, because
0: I think just like the sheer size and athleticism is going to stand out on the field. Yeah. Uh, and and like if he wins half his reps, it's just it's going to be such a strong week yeah. for him. Um, whereas like Jordan Morgan, who is probably my favorite outside of Anthony. I think he's just, like, a solid, solid future future starting right tackle. He's, like, Morgan Mosesy. y Yeah. Um, Jordan Morgan Moses is what we we call him. Like, I don't think he's going to like, a first-round guy, but he's going to be, like, firmly a day-two guy. Yeah. I, I um, don't disagree. Yeah. It depends how he looks, though, just because, like, I do think, like, pass protection was his issue at times. Like, his, his footwork could be a little sloppy. He can get a little high. So, these guys are all massive, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I think the biggest risers are gonna either be Kingsley if he has a good week because of all that athleticism, or if Jordan Morgan just has himself mm-hmm. a solid week and some of these other guys falter, that helps him rise too.
1: True. I put I put Kingsley for must approve. We've already talked about that. Just
0: yeah, I I put him in, in Fontenu just because like proving he can be a tackle. Yeah.
1: Uh, personal favorite. I, he he could be considered inside. But I put Isaiah Adams, the other Canadian in this group. I stuck him inside. He might be. He might be. I just, I, you know, this group is kind of hard. To I I want a reason to get more looks. I, I think I kick him inside. All said and done, but I'm talk about Adams. i big...
0: are, are you? Are you? Sorry. Are you putting Poonie inside?
1: Yeah, I, I got Poonie inside. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Just because I don't know, you could have put it at both of them inside. But yeah, Adams obviously gonna 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 pump the for a Durham Dolphin alum baby. Uh, I know you played against him a couple of times. Uh, well, not Adams, but the Dolphins. Yeah, um... I Shepard, liked him. Shepherd and dude. I, yeah, no, I was waiting for that. I even gave you the pause. Um, I liked him quite a bit over the summer out of Illinois. Um, I don't, you know, I thought a little up and down at times, but still good enough to get himself here. And I think maybe he kicks inside, but um, I think he's gonna have a good week. I, I like Adams. I think that's gonna be a guy that just kind of catches some eyes amongst this, you know, deep, deep group.
0: Um. Speaking speaking of him, did you have Ladarius Henderson inside or outside?
1: I I kept him here at tackle, but okay, I did too. What'd you think of it, his, his Michigan tape? I know you're you're the biggest Ladarius Henderson fan until it became Wolverine. Uh,
0: I just think he's better fit to be a guard. I think he's his own guard.
1: I thought I thought he got better though. From he Michigan. did. He did get a lot better as the year went on. At first, I remember the first time he came in because he didn't see. it wasn't the starting tackle to start the season. Um, left tackle, and the first time he came in, it was like up and down, up and down. But he really solidified himself, and like, he, he ended up with a good, good season. Obviously, national champion. Don't forget that, Rob. Uh, but no, I thought like even as a pass protector, he really, really just like settled in. Who's your sleeper here? I put Ethan Driscoll. <laughs> I think he is. He's six <laughs> nine.
0: Th- I thought like he's super raw. He plays yes. really high, he plays but like super
1: high. <laughs> um, he's clearly very good athlete. Mm-hmm. He has, I, I, it's six nine, he's super
0: interesting. He might they, be
1: too tall, though. He might be. They let him get out a lot, too, which I appreciate, you know, at Marshall. Um, yeah, no, I, I like Driscoll's interesting. He always got one of these small school tackles that, that shows up.
0: Uh, uh, just to speak uh, on the other guys that we mentioned, mm-hmm. Ro- Ro- Roger Rosengarten, he's got a lot to prove coming off that nat- Natty game.
1: You know, yeah, I dug in. I, don't, I watched the Oregon game, and I thought it was pretty, the the first one, um, I thought it was pretty rough, again, also. So I think there's. I agree with you.
0: And I think uh Lamea the Utah uh tackle I think he's a guard. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a good player though. Yeah, Lamea's
1: is interesting. You I thought you liked a can passhauer to you, like too, right? Yeah,
0: he yeah. I thought I think good in the wrong game. He was a good bad level. Yeah. Um going to the interior, who's your highest rate, rated guy? Is it BB? Is it Paris Johnson? Jackson Paris Johnson. BB's
1: yeah, okay. number one in my heart. Paris Johnson's number one on my board and Pooney's number one in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Jackson Paris Johnson is a is, is just very good. He's very good, and um, he's also
0: he's he's only twenty one. He'll young. only
1: be twenty one. Yeah, he, he, he's uh
0: he's kind of got it all as a center. He's he three twenty. He moves quite well. He's an asshole. Yes, yeah, um, so I was about, about to say a he's so much pad level. He's so much
1: meatier than we've seen a lot of centers the last few years. and I really yeah. appreciate that.
0: He also has a thing where a lot of the top centers in recent years have been like more of those zone guys yeah. who you're kind of worried about in uh, dealing with big power rushers, but, like, he's 320, he can yeah. anchor. Uh, that's not really a concern. My Like, my two dings were um, sometimes hand placement is a little bit wide, uh, and his, his footwork can be a little, his base and footwork can be a little sloppy against uh, speed.
1: Like you said, still a young player. I feel like a lot of the centers come out, you know, they're 24, and they're kind of, <laughs> they've played a lot. Yeah, no, I think I think power so, shots is very good. When it's heading down, do you think it goes first round? I don't know. I don't
0: I know. I think he does.
1: It depends who's drafted at the end of the round, you know? I, especially because this interior line group's not, like, a
0: made. Like, there's not, like, a, top, a lot of, like, oh, that's a pro future pro bowler. I think there's a lot of good starters. But, like, if anyone's a future pro <laughs> bowler in this group, I think it's him.
1: Yeah. I Maybe the Niners would be interesting.
0: Uh, biggest rise of the week, I, I had to go with my boy Poonie. I went with who Poonie I have so. above
1: BB. Respect right. that. I respect that. I, I think Pooney's a firm day two guy. Uh I don't have him above BB. Beebe. BB's my personal favorite as well. But I do think he's the base riser. I definitely agree. Pooney and BB are my personal because 'cause I'm so glad Kansas and Kansas State
0: have a dude. <laughs> it's fun, yeah. <laughs> it is fun. And I do th- I kind of think Paris Johnson does kinda of have the most to prove. That's fair. Yeah. I mean like there's a lot of buzz. He's center one, he's a potential first round pick. Like just show up, take care he- of business and He's got the
1: most expectations in this group, in yeah, this, in this for sure. Um, no, that's good. I put Trevor Keegan. Uh, I think I Keegan like Trevor there. Keegan a lot I more think, than I thought I was gonna. Yeah, I. You know what? I think he's gotten a lot better. You know, he's talked about kind of like like he was committing more to football and stuff like that. I think he got a lot better. Um, I, I felt like you know his inter was way above him in years past, but I think this year he really solidified himself. Yeah, I think just going out and you know it's hard when you're clearly the not not the top IOL. You know, on your team, even, even last year, you know, people thought a little above him too. So just going on and proving that he's, uh, he's legit. I like Keegan too.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, put, um, my sleeper, I put Keegan and I put Tanner Bordolini from Wisconsin.
1: Bordellini's really, I put Bordellini as well. I thought he was really interesting. Got I it? thought he was, like, I didn't really know a lot about him. I came <laughs> away
0: being like, oh, he, like, he moves quite
1: well played um, all over his, the line
0: yeah i thought his footwork was pretty good yeah he's played in, uh, both center and guard um i think he's a
1: very interesting like fourth round guy mm-hmm. and this is a perfect that's that's early yeah i maybe a little lower on him than that but like not much though but no i think this is a perfect setting for him um class like that i mean sometimes they falter but they, a lot of times they have a chance to shine
0: uh, especially against this IDL group, yeah. so I just like this IDL group is like solid, but there's not like a I don't think like, game record. Yeah, yeah, like I think Doorless obviously has the most hype coming in yeah. Morgan being a, a long time starter there. Freaks uh, freaksless guy played all over that D line. I'm interested to see what he comes in at because he spent yeah. like more time at edge than playing like a true three tech. Um, which it'll yeah, it'll be interesting because I do think some people kind of have him as an edge um he's uh, playing inside he's very quick yeah i think he uses his hands quite well there's a passers plan there uh i just uh, i do like think once up uh because of his lack of size like he can get kind of locked down and controlled so but he's, i do think he's the most
1: talented me too the senior ball had him at six three two seventy seven verified so we'll see what he weighs yeah like that. that's an edge yeah i don't know yeah long th- 33 inch arms you know that's Take that, but yeah, um, no, I, I agree with you on the doorless. Um, yeah, I thought I thought this group was kind of hard to stack. Honestly, a lot of good guys, a lot of good players. But like you said, no star power. Um, I think biggest riser. I think it's gonna be Dwayne Carter, the, the dude. I guy. think it's <laughs> I, he's my favorite. He's my favorite, and he's the biggest riser. I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, tell us about him. Dwayne Carter is good. I mean, he had such a fantastic year for Duke. Um, what what do they got him at? He's they got him at six two and a half. Almost three ten, three oh nine. It's a good size there. Um, you know, kind of did a lot he, for the Duke line too. Sh- sh-
0: shoots yeah. gaps. Well, he's got a good short area of quickness. I, I think another guy uses his hands well. Yeah. Um, I also think he like took a big step this season. He did. He's making a lot more impact plays. My my concern with him is like he he could kind of like anchoring down against the run was a little bit of a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's like less of a concern in this setting. Uh, but it's interesting because like Dorless Hall and him who are my top three guys here all kind of have that issue where they're a little bit undersized Yeah, they're not like the strongest, but they're like athletic three-tech gap shooter types. Yeah, no one in this group is really that big really no like Gabe Hall's more like he's long mm-hmm. Same with Keith Randolph uh, my biggest riser though is Michael Hall, just because I think it's a setting it's where cool. his pass rush ability can really f- shine, and um, I mean he was still on on the board to be the first non-quarterback drafted uh at, on gambling websites recently, so, <laughs> gotta believe Vegas knows
1: something, Vegas knows something, absolutely. Uh, most approved, I put I put Keith Randolph, um, who I've seen like some hype for. I I don't know how I feel about that, um. I came away as a guy who's just pretty solid, but I'm more of a you know.
0: He's he's a rotational d-
1: yeah. guy who who like he's like a workman. He yes comes and
0: he, I thought he was like good holding the point. Yeah. I, I don't think there's much pass rush coming from him,
1: but like a solid uh, rotational run defender. I kind of feel the same. Yeah, I but I've seen some more like top 100 type of stuff ran right off, and I don't think. Yeah, um, I don't know if I've seen it in a while, but I think I think people just jumping on the Johnny Nude and banging like it, but um. Yeah, if you if we can show some pass rush ability, I think he can help us a lot. I I went with Tyler Davis from Clemson because like I feel
0: like he's just he's been in our lives for so long. Yeah. There's been like buzz and it's like like maybe in like twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three and then none now. Yeah. Um. So I just think like kind of reigniting that buzz, like show show us something in the pa- pass rush uh, drills. Show us you've developed your hands a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, my sleeper is Gabe
1: Hall. <laughs> Me too. I put Gabe Hall. <laughs> He's we're a freak, sleeper in this group. Freaks list guy who's like yeah. six six two eighty five. Yes, and like you said, good length on him. Yeah. Yeah, that, interesting player. Yeah, He is. The edge group's way better. Yeah, it's it's way better than the other team as well. Um, obviously, top guy is uh, is Lottu here. We've talked about him. Ad team already. Um, do you want Do you want to give it someone else here, or do you want to just keep 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 on keep, keep, keep yeah. it moving?
0: Yeah, I mean, Latu is a potential top, probably likely, assuming medicals check out, top fifteen pick. Uh, I think he's the best, best pass for sure in terms of hand use in this class by a mile. Yeah, just he is NFL made, pro ready.
1: Jalen Phillipsy. Do you have Turner um, or, or Latu higher right now? I know Turner's not there. But... I have I have Turner higher right okay. now. Okay. But I th- I think if if I was the GM, I'd take Latu. <laughs> um ignore your board, I respect that. <laughs> Biggest riser of the week. Like I'm gonna I'll buy the hype with Austin Booker. Yeah, I went with Austin Booker. Yeah. Very interesting guy. The hype is the hype has been building. Um A bizarre path. Yeah, yes. It was and, Go ahead, yeah.
0: Six six two forty five, <laughs> red shirt sophomore started his career at Minnesota where he did not play, yeah. shows up to Kansas, like really breaks out. Playing like a stand-up edge rusher role in a three-four, yeah, um, very raw but can bend. Really explosive first step. Yeah. Like, I think NFL teams will see him
1: and be like, "That is clay that we can hold." Yes. Long, um, yeah. You see, you see the like throwing the Texas game. You know, those are two good tackles, and he was he was. Just put in in work. But you can, he's got that bull in the china shop, like, on the on the edge kind of feel, though. Uh, just kind of throwing hands, you know, not, not knowing what to do with them, But it's working with the length. Yeah, super interesting guy. He, I think he's going to be – he might be the most, like, the most interesting guy to watch here at, at the edge position. Maybe in the whole defensive line um, this week. Um, My personal favorite, though, is Adiza Isaac. <laughs> Me too. I, I he's just, just solid,
0: man. Like, he's going to start in the NFL for yeah Ten years. He's explosive too. Like He's a twitchy guy. He can move with speed. Um, he plays his ass off as a run defender. He sets a pretty strong edge. He's not the biggest guy. He's like 250. Uh-huh.
1: He uh, feels- I think he plays, plays bigger, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he Maybe does. Maybe it's because
0: Cho- Chop Robinson plays smaller. So actually, um,
1: Senior Bulls got him at 240 verified too. That's be, oh, weird. I'd like to see him weigh in a bit better than that. But they got him at like a 4.7 estimated. And, and
0: the thing with him is I want to <sighs> see him like use his hands a little bit more. Uh, not rely so much on that athleticism as a pass rusher. Yeah. It just like shows what else he got in the toolkit. Um, but I, I think he comes out like he's a top 100 guy. So. I think so too. I, to- I totally agree. Uh, most approve, I am with Javon uh, Solomon from Troy. Because, like, man, he is a athletic terror, really twitchy, explosive, wicked speed rusher, really flashy, but. Yeah. Uh, what, what, like, he's gonna be a designated pass rusher at the next level. He's he's 6'2, 240. Yeah, um, he struggled like he struggles setting the edge against like legit tackles. So, I think just like proving you can play that role in the NFL and hold up when you are, uh, in in games.
1: Definitely, I put him for sleeper for everything you kind of just said and coming from you know, uh, a smaller, smaller school. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely, I think. He's got a lot to prove, but I think he, I think he's... He's going to be fun to watch, you know? It's just, for all the reasons you just said. Uh, most approved prove, I went with the Michigan duo, you know? the, the and, uh Brandon McGregor and, and Jalen Hall, who, um, they didn't have... You know, the hype wasn't there too much, but, you know, they both had a really... Jalen Harrell, I don't know why I said Hall. Um, they, bo- they both had really solid careers, and um, I, I like McGregor. You know, he's the bigger of the two, like 6'6", 260-ish. Um, both guys just had their glimpses, and just seeing them... I think in individual settings it's going to be really interesting. Um,
0: that, I think that's a good one. I, th- I think I like McGregor more just because of the length. Yeah. I think there's more to work with there. I think he's been underrated, uh, yeah. Um, he, if you squint, like you're like, is that Aiden Hutchinson? <laughs> I think I said that like <sighs> three years ago, so yeah. Um, but, uh, as we go to sleeper, I'm going to stay in the state of Michigan. Neyland. I'm going to go with uh, Nealand. I like Marshawn Nealand. Yeah. I think, like, he's let's 6'3", six three two seventy-five. I think he is six one two eighty. Like he is very squat build. Western Michigan used him in a really cool way. Like he's playing like a lot of five tech, but also they just like let him line up off ball and blitz him. I think wherever he wanted to blitz from was where he was like just finding matchups. Um could convert speed to power plus really good pad level. Uh I, I, I'm interested to see if he can get under some of these tackles and and mm-hmm. kinda of walk them back a little bit. You,
1: you you just love all the Mac mac <laughs> you always gonna be like, yeah he's I interesting though him. he's really interesting this um, this linebacker group is a lot more interesting than the other team I think too so it's pretty interesting yeah this linebacker group i I think I I think
0: there's less depth on this in this group than uh the American team but more top heavy like mm-hmm. I, I think Peyton Wilson is like we said yeah the like, he, if he his medicals weren't what they are, what I assume they are, like, I think he's a top 50 pick. Um, he is super explosive downhill, really good take-on take on skills, really rangy, like, can hang in coverage. Uh, it's just the medical. And he's 6'4". Mm-hmm. It's just the medical. So I think
1: he's, like, clearly the highest-rated guy. Definitely. Um, and next up... Um, would you go with? Cedric for you yeah, so I put
0: him. as riser. The, the riser, because yeah. I think, um, yep. I think he comes into the week as like he. I, I, I swear there was a little more hype for him a couple months ago. I thought maybe. so too. Yeah, and that's kind of dropped off a bit. But like he's a very much a uh, running and hit it type mm. of Mike linebacker. Very good tackler. Uh, so let's see how he looks in coverage. I thought like, he was pretty solid in coverage at right He had line. his like, – yeah,
1: he had some – I forget what game it was, but it made a couple of good plays. Like, he has the tools to be a starting NFL linebacker. He does. He does. Um, no, I totally agree. I think they're the headliners. After that, there's some interesting guys. Yeah. Um, Personal favorite, I don't know. I just feel like I've been pumping up JG Bertrand, the Notre Dame linebacker yeah, for a while. Yeah, he's that's why I think it. He, he's, he's my most approved because he has to prove he's—he's <laughs> he's worth your, yeah, your he, height. You know, linebacker is my least my least favorite position. So take that with a greatest of salt. But I think he's just been rock solid for the Notre Dame uh, defense. And yeah, I don't know, I don't know how the, how high in the traits are or anything, but I think I'll just be solid. Uh, my personal favorite is Peyton Wilson. My most approved yeah. is JD Bertrand. <laughs> My most approved, I went with Michael Barrett, who, obviously, a big fan of of his at Michigan. uh, Rock solid against the run, but seeing him in the coverage and stuff is really interesting. Um, And finally, my sleeper is John Trey Hunter at Georgia
0: State, who uh, I believe started his career as a safety. Georgia State played him at overhang at times this year. He's got some range to him. He hits
1: hard. Uh, always love to see you. M- my Georgia State boys. Represent. Absolutely undersized. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. I want the other <laughs> Notre linebacker, Emiris Luafu, who hasn't gotten too much hype, but uh, a guy that likes to hit, hits hard, uh, comes downhill with a hurry. Um, they they rush him off the edge a little bit too. Interesting mm-hmm. guy. I thought like
0: he looks like he could be like a solid Sam linebacker in the NFL. Put like twenty snaps a game and just yeah. do it well. Yeah. Uh, corner.
1: The most talented is Quinion Mitchell. Yeah, do you, I know you got all the hype, but like, do do you think he comes away? I don't know, like, who, who's had those big time corner weeks? I'm trying to think of in the past, but do you, do you think he comes away that's like, yeah, this is one of the best corners we've had in the Senior Bowl in a while, or like hype, hype the week up here? Yeah, I do. I I mean, I'm trying to think. When have we
0: had a first round corner at the Senior Bowl in a while? I feel like we're blanking. Are we yeah,
1: well, it's it's a hard ask to remember senior bowl <laughs> rosters, but like well, I Jim do, Nagy I, would tell you it right off the bat. But yeah, it's true. Uh,
0: like I I think he is um, the best, second best. I think defensive prospect off the top of my head this year after Latu, um, he's a freaks list guy. He is phenomenal in zone coverage. Like his ability to read and react is really impressive. Uh, I, I'm interested to see how he looks in these one-on-one opportunities and man coverage, because I, th- I think he has, like, the f- the fluidity, the, the the footwork to mirror it really well. Um, but he just wasn't asked to, like, play a lot of press man at Toledo. He's playing a lot of off zone and, like, mm-hmm. quarters coverage. So uh, I, I want to see, like, how does he look uh, running with Devontae Walker? How does he deal with Malachi Corley's physicality? Yeah. Um, how high can he go in this draft? Like, yeah, I think I've seen him
1: mocked as high as like seventeen. So interesting. I I didn't see him cr- crack the twenties. So I like that. Yeah. Um. After him, uh, biggest riser. I am with Kyrie Jackson, the Oregon corner, who I like. Look, I, last year was kind of the, the year of the length. I thought at the Senior Bowl, but always looks good. Obviously, six three, almost two hundred pounds. Um. Like I said, kind of. You know, watching him at Oregon, you know, you always thought, you always knew something interesting was going to happen. Made a lot of plays, gave up some plays, but yeah, I think just that length against these receivers can be really interesting to watch. I think it's going to look good. Uh, I went with um,
0: Johnny Dixon, who I uh, yeah, that's my guy. John- Dixon uh, is good. He is good. He he, he is. is like I. I went to watch him. And I was like. Man, like he might have had a better year than Kaylee. He King. did. No, he did have a better year <laughs> than he, King, he, yeah. He, he is. Uh, I thought like he 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 uh, changes direction really well. Played a lot of press, man. They blitzed him a lot, which was kind of fun. Uh, he's he's like physical, competitive at the catch point. Um, I I think he could really
1: come out of this week looking like an early day three guy. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Uh, my personal favorite. I'm sticking with the length. I, I like Cam Hart, the the Notre Dame corner. Uh, almost six three, almost two hundred pounds as well. Um, pretty good, you know. I think he's got some solid, um, like, like speed for a guy that's with his size too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I like the long corners, you know that Rob, and I think they look good in these situations. Um, give him a chance to kind of cover the deep stuff. I think they look good.
0: Yeah, I, I think Tim Hart's kind of underrated. We've been talking about him for a couple of years, and now he's finally in the draft, and there's like not a lot of buzz. Yeah. Um, my favorite's Quinion Mitchell.
1: Yeah, I mean. Of course. Uh, most approved, we agree it's on Kaelin King. Yeah, it's
0: Kaelin King. Like, I think, especially because I, I, I kind of found he really struggled to, to find the ball in phase, like, in these one-on-ones. Like, yeah. let's see what his ball skills look like. Let's, because um, we know, like, he is, at his best, like, he is very good at mirroring and press man coverage, and it's just, like, a lot of the time he kind of gets lost. And, and I, I think he struggled a lot in off coverage, too. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up going in this draft. It will be. I, I I don't really have a guess, honestly. No. Um, the sleeper was Kyrie Jackson because I do th- think, like, he's got that length. Uh, obviously, you've been talking about but, like, he's got that length. He's got athleticism. He was originally in Alabama. Um, he hits a lot harder than I expect yeah. for, like, a lean corner like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, Beyond him, though, like, Max Melton's a fun player. I, I like Chow Smith-Wade from Washington State.
1: Um, I, I put Melton here. I like Melton. Melton's a lot of fun, too, you know. Uh, solidly built, good athlete. Yeah, he's he's, he's, a, good, he's a good player. Yeah, good,
0: good forward, competitive with the catch. Board. Yeah. Um,
1: and uh,
0: what about Carlton Johnson, the recent call-up from Fresno State? I'm scared he's going to replace one of the corners. I really
1: want to see. You love Fresno so. State DBs. That's a good point. I do. That's like, a good choice. Go yeah, there you go. You
0: got it. Yep. I, I couldn't be more happy that Williams Williams got the call up. Um, we got a lot of Pac-12 safeties. Yeah, baby. Uh, they're all from the Pac-12 except for Josh Proctor. <laughs> I put, put Proctor as my biggest riser, too. Um, I think my highest rated, most talent I went with Jaden Hicks. I think it's a bit of a toss-up between him and Cole Bishop. Yeah, I agree with you. I put uh, Bishop, though. They're both like similar to great to size. They're yep. both better around the line of scrimmage. I thought Jaden Hicks was a bit more of a true safety, like could be like a two deep safety. Yeah, they both got asked to play single high though, which was I thought interesting. Um, Hicks plays a lot in the box, but yeah, it could be that two deep guy. Uh, really physical with matching up with tight ends. Or, uh, or really physical tackler uh, filling in the run game. <laughs> Um, the safety class is deep, but not super mm-hmm. top heavy. So I think both Hicks and, and uh, Bishop could end up being like the fourth or fifth safety taken.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think it's big weeks for, for both of them. And like we said yet yeah, on the last episode, um, seeing them against these tight ends and like seeing what, what they look like against some of the receivers, I'm sure they'll get, they'll get looks will be really interesting. Um, after them, I think it's kind of more open. I, I put, by the way, I put Hicks as my personal favorite. He is a ton of fun. I, it's hard to split yeah, those put, two.
0: I put him and Bishop. They're yeah. both really fun.
1: But yeah, I, I went with the the non Pac twelve guy or soon to be Big Ten guy, I guess. But yeah, I went with, I went with Proctor as the biggest riser. I think Proctor. i
0: for the sleeper because I feel like yeah. he's not going to get as much hype as uh, Hicks, Bishop, or Vaki. Because Vaki plays running back too. Yeah.
1: Is, do you think we're gonna get any looks at Flaky on offense? I don't think so either. I, don't think so. I wish, but yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, most Wait, tell Pro-
0: me why do you like Proctor so much?
1: Proctor, you know, I love the Buckeyes. You know that. Um, he's kind of been one of my. I like him. We've talked about him a lot. Um, interesting guy. What's he what's listed? I like this. I like, I, by the way, I really appreciate the senior bowl did these the sizes. I yeah. like
0: that they put the forty-yard dash too.
1: The estimated, but they got verified sizes. on uh, nearly six two, two oh four, really well built there. Uh, they put him at a four five five estimate, by the way. Played a yeah. lot of single high. That's why, yeah. Did Runs a really the good alley job. There. Well. Yeah. I think just solid, yeah. Um I, I yeah, I don't know exactly where he's gonna like like, you know, where he's gonna fit in this draft class, but no, I think he's good.
0: I'm I'm going with Vaki for biggest rise of the week. Just like I I feel like they're gonna talk about him a lot. <laughs> Like, people are going to be talking about him a lot because of how he stepped up and played running back. Uh, He's a physical hitter. Um, I I think he might be a better running back than he is a safety. Uh, But he played all over. Similar to Cole Bishop. Him and Bishop just played all over the back end. Like, playing nickel, played 2D, played single high. I thought, good instincts, but I want to see how he looks in manning up against some of these tight ends.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Vockey's going to have a fascinating week, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Um, most approved, I put I put your guy Evan Williams. Me too, because you got to prove it to me that I was right. <laughs>
0: um, but, no, with him, I mean, at Oregon this year, like, he was killing people. He's a super physical tackler, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, he ha- has coverage issues at times. Yes. Like, he's his especially like his feet, he can take a lot of false steps. Let's see, let's see what he looks like dealing.
1: in Yeah, marks. was having a tough time in those Washington matchups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, and then have the one guy we haven't talked about, uh, Oladapo, the Oregon State safety, who is the biggest in this group. At, what well, that's Cedarville got him six two two for fourteen. Um, Thank you. Give me, give me the big boy. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he, he played a lot
0: in the box. Yeah. Um, he got really cooked in their bowl game. He's like <laughs> the only Oregon State guy who didn't opt out, and then was getting cooked. Um, great, yeah. yeah I, don't so, I don't know. So like, the safety group's really big and physical. Uh, mm-hmm. None of them are like great, great cover guys. So I think that makes it really interesting. I think the other group had a, a better cover guys, but yeah. this group's a lot more physical.
1: And like, unfortunately, they got to go against A.G. Barner. So that's we, that's tough ask. <laughs> Oh,
0: man, I hope we get some, like, tight end blocking on safety because I would love to see Burner and Hicks just
1: collide. (laughs) Yeah, they got to read the room, guys. That's definitely what we got to see. All these dudes, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope we get that. Um, And I hope we don't get any rain.